Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. City limits. I, come on. You have Paul in here. We treated him. Sean, don't call me. Seth Myers treated him to a little... Uh, earth, wind, and fire. Earth, wind, and fire. Maybe some... What else do you like? Cool in the gang? Yeah, any of those 70s punk. Kind of stuff. Or 80s, you know, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. Did you see Bobby uh, Brown, you know, Bobby the Brown. 90s, that yeah. kind of stuff. That's how we do. That's how you do it. We 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 have to treat our guests nicer than this <laughs> city limits. All right, we'll do Earth, Wind, and Fire next. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Be a little late by then, but yeah. okay. Okay, here's the story. ESPM, uh, Pete Thamel and Heather Dinich, both really good at what they do, I might add. Sources, 14-team college football playoff has momentum. So this is being largely driven by the Big Ten and the SEC, who each want three automatic bids in this. The ACC and the Big 12 would get two, one for the group of five. That would leave three at-large spots. And, of course, if Notre Dame just finishes 14th, they're automatically in, 14th or higher. This sucks. (laughs) <laughs> it really does. How many teams is too many, Paul? Do you like this? I think eight is what it should be. Eight is the right number to me. And well, uh, and well, actually now, now that you have um, the collapse of the Pac-12, I, I, I could still live with eight. My thing with eight before was you had five power conferences, the five champions, and then the best of the group of six or whatever the hell we call that other, you know, the other ones, you know, the Boise State or whoever, yeah, yeah. whoever's the highest rated there is the sixth spot, and then you have two wild cards. That was enough. That's enough. That To me, that's enough. So if you do it this way now, now you got four power conferences to get rid of the Pac-12, you still eight would be good because now you have three wild cards, which is all you need. That's I it. agree. I agree. This, this, I agree with eight. I agree with eight. I don't mind four even. 14, and all it is, here's a big surprise. It's just a blatant money grab. And I would say this, Paul. There's, in this story, the idea of the SEC and Big Ten just breaking away and forming their own thing. Do it already, if that's what you want to do. Uh, Thamel and Dinich report here, there seems to be a lot of momentum. One of their sources said, those conversations are happening about the SEC and the Big Ten to even stay in the NCAA or break off. And the source tells them that some feel pretty strongly about pulling away, I'd say very strongly. You know what? If I'm Pitt or West Virginia or somebody like that, 
I want to get this over with and know where I stand. If that's what they're going to do, go. Right. And let's see where we are. And, and, and go go do it. But more importantly, it'll be real interesting to see how those coaches handle the fact that they don't get three or four cream puffs on their schedule. Because now, who are they going to play? If they break away. If they break away. Yeah, if if they it's break either away. the Big Ten or the SEC, guess well, what? won't those two expand? Won't it be like two 24-team conferences? Maybe. But do you st- think Pitt would survive in one of those? Maybe if forty if they went if they went to twenty four teams maybe I mean forty eight teams total between the two maybe it would be right you know on that cut line at like forty four to fifty right so maybe I mean I think at the end of the day there's a lot that Pitt has to offer um, in, in in a number of ways that maybe some other places don't in terms of TV market and all that other stuff but I I really believe this it, it, if you did that. All of a sudden, guess what? You're not getting one double A games. You're not getting, you know, uh, MAC games and those Southern Conference games and all that other stuff. You're not getting right. any of it. So you've got to now play 12 Power 5 or Power, whatever we call it. You think they would just play, have, have, you're not, inner inner conference games between the two? Like those 48 would, would just have play to. each if other? They were, if they weren't in the NCAA, they'd have to. So basically, now you have to play twelve major conference games. You're not getting, you know. But so does everybody else. Right, so right. nobody's going undefeated, probably. Right. But my thing is, okay. So what are you going to do? So you have twelve games. Are you going to play ten league games? And then two non-conference. Two against the ace. Two against the. Uh, two against the other conference. The other conference. Or nine. Right. Or, or, right. or actually, are you going to go back to eight? What would happen to the rest because of the world? Because then, then? then, then you don't, then you don't, then you have a ridiculously stupid, unbalanced schedule, where one team might, you know, theoretically, one team could play the ten best teams in the conference, and the other team could play the ten worst. Right. And then, well, that's yeah. the problem. There, there, there's those kinds of problems now. Right. But if you got twenty-four team leagues, it doesn't even make any sense. So, to me, they don't want to make sense. They want to make money. Right. If you're going to break away. You need to go. You need to have sixty-four teams go with you. You know, and have you have four sixteen-team leagues. Yeah. Four sixteen-team leagues, and then you 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 know you basically have four champions, and then you could come up with if you if you absolutely need to have you know twelve teams in your playoff or sixteen teams in your playoff. Now you got twelve or thirteen, you know, and now you got twelve, ten or twelve. Uh, at-large type teams. Does the presence of Notre Dame irritate you as much as it does me? I mean, the, the whole thing here, here's yeah. a 14-team CFP model. Who's in? How many? SEC, Big Ten, ACC, Big 12, Group of Five, at-large, and Notre Dame. Why? They, they would have to be in the top 14 or top 10 or something, right? Yeah. But but it's like they're they're constantly a separate entity, you right. know? Uh, but, but, but yet... Treated very, very exceptionally. What, what, would be, what would be very interesting is if all the conferences got together and said we don't want Notre Dame for any sport. But and that and then they would have to either they'd have to they'd have to you know bring their football into one of the conferences. Yes. That being said, it's advantageous for the ACC to have a partnership with Notre Dame because at the end of the day, do you really think Wake Forest or even like Virginia or those kind of schools, Georgia Tech maybe even, 
would get Notre Dame to come play them if they didn't have to? I don't know. I'm just irritated by I their am, presence. I am. I'm just saying. Everybody said the, the easy answer is, well, if all the conferences got together and said, to hell with it, they're, you're out of the playoff unless you join a conference. Are they, are they that special? No, they're not. But and, and the funny thing about it is, the best part about it is, Notre Dame hasn't won a national championship since, what, 89? 89. Even the revenue model, these people report. So here's the revenue. Uh, the SEC and Big Ten get between 25 and 30% of the college football playoff revenue. Okay, so they would get the most. The ACC and Big 12 would be next, down to 15 or 20%. That leaves a smaller chunk of 6 to 10% for the other leagues and nearly 1% for Notre Dame. Why them all the time? Right, exactly. Are, let me let me ask you honestly though. Are they indeed still very very value a valuable property they in are, terms obviously. of reeling in money? They must be. They obviously are. Listen, they they get ratings. No matter where they go, there's going to be a big crowd. Every bowl game would love to have them. You know, they're going to get eyes on the TV sets. So there's that. But like for for again for the uh, ACC, they did something that the Big East was not able to do. When the Big East was aligned with Notre Dame, and remember Notre Dame was in the Big East, but they weren't in football? Yeah. The Big East didn't get a scheduling agreement like the ACC did. Because the ACC said, okay, I tell you what, we'll let you be a member in every other sport except for football, but you got to play five of our teams every single year and – over the course of, what, two, uh, three seasons or however long it takes to flip over, you've got to play every one of our teams. So it's not like you can just say, okay, well, good, we'll play Clemson, we'll play Florida State, we'll play Pitt and, right. Bo- and Boston College because those are the four teams that make sense for us to play. No, 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 no. You have to go to play at Syracuse, you know, once every cycle or, you know, every other cycle you've got to play at Syracuse. You've got to play at Virginia. You've got to play at Wake Forest. Right? That was the best thing that the ACC did. People can be mad about it all they want. But the reality is having Notre Dame aligned with them, as long as Notre Dame is allowed to have the rules differently, you want to be the conference that has them as, uh, aligned with you, especially since you were able to go and say, listen, okay, you don't have to be in our conference, but you got to give us five games every year. Well, let me ask you this. This is another question that arises of many. Because my brain is very small. If we have 14 teams, two of them get a bye. So if you're if you're outside of the top two teams, how many games would you need to win to win the national championship? Like if you're the eighth seed, the yeah, sixth well, seed, four. You you need to win four. Four, right? Because I mean, you you you. So okay, so they're already playing 12 games. Yes. So we're talking about an NFL schedule. I mean, are our kids gonna listen? Kids heading to the NFL gonna want to play four more games on top of twelve, or are they just gonna say screw it like they do with the bowls? That, that's gonna be the best thing. Wait until we start to have people opting out of playoff games. I wouldn't surprise me in well, the least. Again, again, here's the thing: you, you don't. Okay, so these guys don't want to play one extra game. So if you're say on right, even even under this model right now with a twelve team that starts this year, yeah, okay. So the top four teams now get a bye, which means if you're team five through 12, you're going to have to win four games to win the championship, okay? Now let's say 
you are um, the champion of the ACC, and so you're the sixth seed. Okay? Yeah. You've now had to play in the ACC championship game plus four playoff games to win the national championship. That's 17 games you're going to ask these guys I to play. I forgot about the conference right. championship. So right. at the end of the day, it's 17, 17 games. So people who don't understand that there will be opt-outs, even though it's a playoff game, are out of their minds. That's what I was thinking. Because if you're, uh, okay, if you're a guy that has a chance to be the number one pick in the draft, you, you win your conference championship game, and your team somehow, for whatever reason, falls five or six or whatever. Are you looking at that schedule saying, okay, I'm going to have to play four more games before I can start working out for the NFL? I just don't think it's going to – I think we're going to see – you know, it might not be this first year because it's new, but I guarantee you it'll become a thing where the top five, eight, ten picks in the draft – Right? It's and, too and, much. And here's the other thing. Any guy that has NFL aspirations, they have a bruised thigh. You think they're playing? That too. They have a, you know, uh, uh, they have a, you know, a shoulder or whatever that they could play with or tape up and play. Right. You think that? How many of those yeah, guys I mean, are going to that it, So so it's not going to be, and what I'm saying is it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be a true Playoff from the standpoint. I agree with you. These guys have, especially when you have seniors and juniors who have NFL aspirations, they're going to look at this schedule and say, wait a minute, (laughs) you've got to be out of your mind. How do I survive? Not only is it four extra games potentially, it's like a gauntlet of the best teams in the country where I would think in the the most intense atmosphere. And and, and if I get banged up in the second game. Right. Now i got to come back and play the week next week in the third game, right, and further risk injury. By the time we get through all this stuff, now I got to have two or three weeks off just to re- re- recover. Guess what? The combine is the next week it's, or something. That's that's what I'm thinking of more than anything. Right. So if you're, you know, the a ten and three Arizona team, the most nondescript team you could imagine at number 11 in the final uh, CFP rankings this year. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. 
And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Who, first of all, who wants to see them? Why are they in a playoff? And if you're on that team, hey, this is awesome. We're in the playoffs. All we have to do is beat <laughs> Michigan, Washington, Georgia, and Alabama, and we'll be champs. I mean, I mean, if you, did you uh, if you go here, go here real quick, right? This is this is where I think there's a little bit of a fallacy as well as well as well. Okay, so uh, the you know who's going to make it every year is Penn State, though. This is right in Franklin's wheelhouse. Absolutely, because the bottom line is they will um, uh, they will basically, if you think about it, okay. So the, so let's just say the final the final thing. So you would have uh, if Pitt would have made it two years ago. They were eleven and three. So so you had Notre. So you would have under the fourteen team thing. You'd have Notre Dame, Texas, as a first round game. Penn State, Georgia, LSU, Alabama, Arizona would have played um, Florida State. Ohio State would have played Oregon. Ole Miss would have played Missouri. Yeah, of course you have to figure in. If yeah. there's automatic qualifiers right. for each conference, it so, might you might stretch into seventeen or eighteen. So who is who is who the automatic qualifier would have been? Who is the team? Was it Liberty? Was the highest rated group of five? Teams? Yeah, they would have been in that. that. Now that type of thing, I'm interested in. If is, right, if you, you have a so, Liberty, that's so, like that's like basketball. So so you would make them the 14 seed, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So you have Liberty playing against Texas. I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't need to see that. <laughs> I just That's don't. the one that would interest I'm me. I'm just saying, I don't need what to see What I don't see need that. to see is Iowa for finishing third or fifth in the Big Ten as suddenly in a playoff. Yes. I, I don't need, that's the one I don't need to see. I, I'm just, I, I mean, I don't need to see a lot of that. Like, why do I need to see, um, for instance, why do I need to see Arizona in the playoffs? Yes. That's, that's what we're bringing in. Right. LSU lost to Florida State. They got smoked by Florida State. They, got, they lost. I mean, okay. Penn State played three real teams and lost them. All three. Like, what? why do I need to see them in the playoffs? So, and that's nothing against Penn State. I know people say, oh, you're being mean to Penn State. No, I'm not. Eight teams is enough. Eight teams is perfect. If, Eric, me, if Eric Hagman is listening, you're in trouble right uh, now. But it's not about Penn State. My point is they, they played a couple games. We, I don't need to see them in the playoffs. Here, here's the thing. If, if it was eight teams, okay, you would basically have Michigan – Playing against Liberty, that would be the the game that would be terrible. Okay, but you know Washington, Oregon, and probably they would have you know messed it around a little bit so we didn't have a rematch like that. So let's say Washington against Florida State. Yeah, that'd have been a good game. Yes, and Oregon then would have played Texas, and then you'd have Georgia, Alabama. Maybe they maybe they flip Alabama, or, so it's you know. Texas plays Georgia and Alabama plays Oregon. My point is those four games would be three of those games would be good. Nobody wants to see Michigan Liberty, but you know what? If you're going to have an automatic qualifier, you're going to get one of those teams in there. Have That's you seen problem. Pitt's 2024 football schedule yet? Pitt's? Yeah. Um, Cal is on the schedule. Yes. Because they've moved east here. This is so Dumb. I mean, that's they have, a, they have a three week stretch with, with yeah. Cal, SMU. What are we doing? Look at their home schedule. Okay, they got Kent State. Okay. West Virginia, great game. 
Youngstown State, mm-hmm. Cal. <laughs> With Aaron Rodgers at quarterback yeah. and Jason Kidd at point guard. It's Syracuse. Pearl Washington. Then they play Virginia. Ralph Sampson. Yeah. And then they play Clemson. Tree Rollins. Yeah. That's their home schedule. Oh. And and they also play, wait, in fact, they've got Cal, then they play Syracuse, then they go to SMU. Yeah. What, what have we done? Honestly, what have we done? The, the, the Pony Express. I will say this. Though, Eric the, Dickerson the, and, and, Craig, and James. Craig James. The 14-team playoff does give Pitt access to the playoff, Yeah, though. it does. That's one thing that's See, good. It's good for those kind of teams. It's good for a team like Pitt, but to, to have a you know the opportunity if they win the the ACC again, that they'll get into the playoff. That that's the good thing. You ready for a best of three? What's the best of three? Paul thinks incrinculently. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, PTI city limits. You ready for this? I gotta need a minute to pull up the clock. That's fine. Any calls on the college football playoff or anything we've spoken about today? No calls, but we have some Pirates updates if you want. No, I was going to say if there, are, if you if you want to make a call, call 4-1. Oh, what's the Pirates update? Henry Davis, three-run home run, top of the first inning. Woo! Three-nothing Buckos, bottom half of the inning. Paul Skeens, one, two, three, they go. He touched 102 on the radar. Yeah, baby! Indianapolis yes! is going to yes! start with the best battery in the league. <laughs> go, Indy, Indy. baby! The Indianapolis Indians, how about that? They're going to have Paul Skeens throwing 102, 103, striking guys out, and Hank Davis. Why am I not watching this? I am now, sort of. You can't watch it. You can listen to it. It There's a fake batter. It's on MLB.com. There's the same guy at the plate every time. (laughs) Greg Brown and Bob Walker doing the game on MLB.com. Really? Yeah, I was listening to the first inning. Get a clip of Henry Davis's three-run homer then. All right, I'll pull it back. That'd be awesome. Hank Davis with a three-run homer, and where where is Skeens? Is uh, where's the bot? He's going up against Corbin Burns. How about them apples? Yeah, right, let's see. Here he is. What what, what is one Sk- inning pitched? No hits, no runs, no earned runs, no strikeouts though. I like it. We need strikeouts. And he got up to one hundred two. Need strikeouts. Let's do PTI best of three. Three questions. Paul plays the first game at home. You get fifteen seconds to answer it. Then I do, and then City Limits judges each game winner. You ready? You guys ready? We're I I was born ready. You're up first, Paul. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Okay, that's the clock. That's the clock. So we do have the clock. Here we go. Paul starts first or Joe, you want to start first? Paul starting first. All right, Paul. Here we go. Pitt basketball needs every win at this point that they can get. They're in the last four, they're in the next next four out. Who is the one Pitt basketball player that you would want from the history of Pitt basketball to put on this team to get them to the finals? I would have to say, I mean, you go with the best that I can think of, and that is uh, Charles Smith. If they had Charles Smith, all of a sudden they would be a force inside, and with the way they shoot threes, they'd be unstoppable. So, Charles Smith. Joe? Why isn't there a buzzer? There is. (laughs) Just blew up both my eardrums, city limits. I can now not hear you. I'm ready. Same to you. I mean, Billy Knight is my first thought, but you know what? For this team, for this team, how about Dewan Blair? So you have all your guys on the perimeter when Pitt doesn't run an offense and just has guys trying to go one-on-one a lot, but you have a guy to clean up on the offensive boards. You have a monster in the middle. Give me Dewan Blair. 
Joe, I think you win based on the fact that they have all the guards, they have all the talent, but DeJuan, I mean, DeJuan Blair would probably be the best fit on this okay, team. Okay, so both of you are wrong. If you if there's a lot of offensive rebound, then be Jerome Lane. So both of you are wrong. You're not allowed I'm to comment. Protesting, I'm protesting. The, the, this, That's a uh, suspension for him. He's Your judgment. Not to mention <laughs> Your not judgment is supposed fact, to be unquestioned. Not to mention the fact that Charles Smith gives them. Okay, go ahead. Never mind. Game two, my my ballpark. I'm ready. Game two. Here we go. Bill Hillgrove retired today from calling games with the Steelers. He'll still be doing pick games after 30 years. Who is the best broadcaster Pittsburgh sports has ever had, and why, Joe? Holy horse milk! I mean, I never heard Bob Prince. Of course, my Myron Cope, Mike Lang, Greg Brown. Billy Hillgrove. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Myron Cope. First time I ever heard him. I moved here from Buffalo in 1989. I said, "What is that? What is that? Is that a person? What is that voice?" But then he grows on you. Legendary. Paul. Myron Cope. I would say Mike Lang, uh, just because of the fact that when you listen to Penguins broadcast way back in the day, nobody cared about him really. Yeah. But they cared about Mike Lang, and everybody that didn't even like hockey knew all of his signature calls. Mike Lang. I agree with Paul. Yeah, but who did the better job? I think Paul did the better job. So do I, actually. Yeah. yeah, the series is tied at one. It goes back to Paul's home park, which is called Zeiss Stadium, for the game three deciding game. Zeiss you ready, Stadium. Paul? Hang on, wait. Yep. What yep. happened? We've got I got a video from Jason Mackey of Paul Skeens hitting 100 for I mean, He must have struck somebody out, but go ahead. I'm going to repost it. Go ahead. Yeah, this is a big game for you. You lost yesterday. Nice. Go right. ahead. Paul, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. We've discussed the best broadcasters. What about the best venue that you've ever seen in Pittsburgh? It can, it can be pro sports. It can be college sports. The best venue that you've ever seen in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yes. I love the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. I know people didn't like it, but it was tight. 6,000 people on top of each other. Fans that had to walk in and be around the locker rooms, around the men. It was the loudest place. I love the Fieldhouse. Joe? Man, I love the field house too. I saw Dante Calabria and Eddie Benton there in a legendary matchup, but it's PNC Park. And it, it, it still looks to me like a painting. It's like somebody, somebody painted the skyline behind the stadium. It's the most beautiful ballpark I have ever sat in in my life. This is a very tough one to judge on. No, just judge it. Nobody cares. City limits. <laughs> uh, I like Paul. I like Paul's argument. I think the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse, I didn't get to see it in the heyday, but, I mean, 6,000 people crammed into each other. It makes me think of Cameron Indoor. And yeah, it was tremendous. Like. And, I mean, listen, the be- I mean, listen, I mean, the Jerome Lane smashing the backboard, right? There was like – It was great. If you listen to people, there were 60,000 people It still at that is game, great. Right? Ever, I go to women's volleyball yes, games there. The right? place is awesome. But, 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 but if you listen to people, Joe, there were 60,000 people at the Jerome Lane, right. you know. But the best part about it was you had to walk around the, you know, the track – the, the locker room doors were right there. Guys would walk. It was funny. I was talking to a couple of people that went back when I covered Pitt. I was talking to a couple of people that were boosters in the 90s, and they were angry. You want to know why they're angry? Because when the, early and because, put yourself in the game. What is this all about? What are you doing, City Limits? What's happened here? That is part of the Pirate Spring training broadcast. <laughs> What I was saying was you, you, you the, the, the boosters were able to walk right up to these guys and give them money. <laughs> just hand them money. Just hand them like $50, $100 in an envelope right outside the locker room there. That's the so old... they were angry because Steve Peterson ended all that. <laughs> That's the old John Wooden, Sam so, Gilbert, so UCLA here thing. You go, here you go. Skeens pitched in the first, in the first 
inning. Yeah. 84 and then 100, uh, he got, a, 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 I guess, a fly out. 101, then 99, and then his last batter, he went 83, 87, 102, 89, mm. 87, 101. We'll keep you updated on his second inning coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.